this is the baddest Maserati from FSW, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. My guest today, she's in the LFC, she's in Sabotage, and she's in different organizations around the um, West Coast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Shayna, a.k.a. Maserati. How are you? I'm doing great. Just got done with my workout for the night. Gonna call it a night after this and start another day tomorrow. Ah, okay, nice, nice. Um, I know you started out as a valet for Future Stars of Wrestling out in Vegas, and um, the whole entertainment, you know, aspect of like wrestling and you know LFC. Um, take me back to you know early on. Like, how did you get? You know, how was it like growing up for you? Was you always an athlete? Was you always like a, like a track star or anything? Um, growing up, I did uh, grow up in a rough. Uh, in environment, I guess. Uh, in the beginning, before uh, my parents split, um, I was in a lot of different sports. I did taekwondo, gymnastics, tennis, baseball, the works. Uh, I did a lot, and even dance. Um, later on, though, uh, I got into a horrible crowd with gangsters and ended up living living on the streets, lost my uh, parents, they took off, <laughs> wow. but uh, uh, before that, I, when I, I'm doing the sports, I, all I wanted to do was always want to um, wrestle, I've been watching wrestling since 90, uh, the beginning of 97, when I was, uh, was six years old still, just tr- barely turning seven years old, um, ever since watching Stone Cold, Steve Austin, just stomping mud holes out of people, you know, <laughs> before he even became Stone Cold, Stone Cold, you know, um, I've always literally wanted to wrestle, I was always a tomboy growing up, oh. and uh, I didn't think it was going to be possible, I literally dreamt of being a wrestler in my head, all the way up until now, still, wow. and I never thought it was going to happen. <laughs> Did you get teased a lot, like, you know, I remember, like, even when I was small watching wrestling, like, are you watching that fake shit, you watching that fake wrestling, that shit ain't real, you know, like, people used to, like, rag on yeah. me because I loved wrestling, did, did people haze on you because of that? Yes, all the time, my best friends, <laughs> all the time, especially the environment I was around, they just wanted uh, me to be a, a tough cookie, but, you know, apparently with wrestling, they just think you're fake, and that it's not real. Um, but, you know, I didn't really care what anybody else thought. You know, wrestling made me happy. Mm-hmm. You just got to do yourself. You just got to do you. Mm. What was it about? I'm saying there's, like, other sports out there, other entertainment spots out there. But what was it about wrestling, though, that caught your eye? Well, my dad always knew that I loved wrestling. Oh, um, okay. At the time, he... I bet if he would have known there was wrestling schools... Uh, for professional wrestling other than, you know, high school wrestling and all that, um, I believe he probably would have put me in it, but because he didn't, I believe since he did not know at the time, he put me in every other sport that he could, um, especially I was in kickboxing too, that helped me out a lot, but yeah, I believe if we would have known, I believe I would have been training a lot more sooner. 
Yeah. Um, you said growing up was pretty tough for you. Um, how, like, was it, like, tough, like, high school? Like, did you get, like, bullied a lot or something? Or it was just, like, with gangs and stuff, you were saying? Well, we, me and my brother had trouble with my mom um, when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So then we ended up moving with my, my dad after they split. Um, but he's my dad that I call since birth because he's not my real dad. But to me, he's my real dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he took me under his wing and, uh, always claimed me as his own. Um, up until 2005, I did not know he was, uh, had started getting diagnosed with, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Oh, shit. One, one day I had a fight with him and said, I'm not moving with him to Vegas. And, uh, the next day after staying the night at my friend's house, I come home and the locks were changed on the doors and he was in Vegas with my brother. So at 14 and a half years old, I had to start my life over and I ended up living in a Mexican gang neighborhood and lived in their bike shack. Oh my God. (laughs) That's crazy. Like, so... Um, what I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, you know, you, you know, you can, you can tell me to stop talking if you want, but like when you was living in the, oh, when you living in the bike shack, like, how did you like, how how did you eat? Like what, like, what was the living arrangements like? Like what was going on? About that, it's, uh, pretty, uh, if we're, if we have no ratings over here, uh, on this podcast. No ratings. Go ahead. Uh, great. Well, one of my friend's brother was getting deported, so he actually um, was a big high-end drug dealer, and he actually, since I was really good friends with him and the family, he actually just gave me a Ziploc full of crystal meth and uh, had me just start selling it, and that's how I started making money and living. Uh, so you was doing that for quite some time then, right? Yeah, for quite a while. Um, it helped me make my money. I paid and uh, I bought food for my other friends that were really poor out there in the, in the neighborhood. Um, all we knew was just, you know, gangsterness, I guess you want to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Living that gang- gangster life. Uh, it was a good uh, wake-up call, though, when one day uh, I didn't want to give one of my friend's uncle some free drugs. Um, and it was a wake-up call when uh, he called the cops on me when I was sleeping and... Uh, Cops came and uh, they raided the place. Uh, they were gonna take me into uh, juvie for three uh, straps, um, a twenty-two, a nine-millimeter, and a shotgun, and then paraphernalia. But be- being the fact that I was, uh, um, being the fact that I was a kid with no parents, they took me into foster care. Uh, so what happened after that? <laughs> Foster care actually helped me. I was really mad. I was still in that mean stage to where I want to just do my own thing and be one of those brats, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That does not want to listen to any authority. Uh-huh. But luckily, uh, they uh, gave me a great foster mother. Uh, she actually went to church. Uh, she, I, I was not a fan for a long time. I didn't want to go to church. I just wanted to go and... Um, run around the streets again with with the gang and stuff um but uh after running away and asking her to come back um i uh actually got saved and baptized and i just started living life a better way 
Wow. Oh, so you became like a, um, a born again Christian or? Um, you could say that, but I really don't want to call myself religious. I just believe in a higher power. Okay. I believe in the Lord now, but, um, I would not call myself religious. Um, but yeah, that helped me a lot. But then after, once I, uh, hit 18, I went homeless again and I actually picked myself back up. I got my own job at, uh, my second job at Disneyland and then I got my own apartment. Wow. All this at 18 years old? Yes. Wow. That's amazing. I just barely had turned 18. Believe me, there's people I know still in their 30s who still live at home, so that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, was, it was interesting because nobody taught me bills. I was kicked out of every school in my life. I uh, only got to experience three weeks of high school before getting caught selling drugs in the bathroom, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you try. Um, but, uh, you learn, you, uh, live and you learn, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, you had, like, um, you was working steady in Disneyland and, um, you were still doing Yes, your... um, no, I, I, I stopped, uh, selling drugs and stuff. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was throwing a lot of parties since I was still young, so I got evicted out of my first apartment, but then after getting my second apartment helped me mature myself even more. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I still did have friends, uh, a lot of Disneyland friends would come over to my apartment all the time, and we would all hang out, and uh, I didn't really take the whole being late seriously yet mm. at jobs, so I was late a lot, <laughs> and then I ended up finally losing my job, even though they didn't want to let me go but because of the fact that i did not take that seriously i got let go <laughs> oh man after that i started taking my jobs seriously and i've been getting promotions left and right from all my jobs it's been a long road <laughs> uh, so um where are you working at now well i am actually a wedding coordinator at vegas weddings Oh, wow. And I actually just got promoted from party coordinator to desk manager at my other job at Bounce U, where I work with kids in an indoor inflatable bouncy houses. <laughs> oh, you must have it's a really fun. You must have a ball with the kids, man. I love it. I love the kids so much. I honestly can't wait to have my own once I'm settled down with the whole wrestling and my whole career. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's really fun. I'm liking all my jobs. I do uh, on-call catering also with Elite Catering. Mm-hmm. And I actually uh, just got done working the CES convention for a week. Um, it's a really big convention. That's like uh, a technology convention, yeah. right? Yeah, Consumers Electronics Service Convention. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do a lot of different work. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's awesome. You have an amazing story. That's really awesome. Thank you. I got to stay active, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time to just sit around. <laughs> so, um, I'm getting into wrestling now. What was your first... I know you st- you started out as a valet. That was your first foray into wrestling, right? Yeah, I actually, uh, when I came out here, um, I didn't know that they had wrestling out here either. And uh, one day I was looking for jobs, and I find the flyer they're looking for... Uh, uh, valets and uh, female wrestlers for the female uh, class mm-hmm. I thought I thought no way this cannot be real like they even said they're 
are even WWE stars that come and help train or do seminars. And I'm like, this is, that was like trying to pinch myself. I'm like, this can't be real. And I finally uh, talked to uh, Leon Hader. He was the uh, trainer for women's class for FSW in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I started that. Then uh, we actually ended up merging the women's class with the male class and just started going regular. Uh, it was pretty cool, um, the, the valet part, so, <laughs> funny story, I uh, did not want to be a valet, I wanted to come in and be a solo, I wanted to be a baby, and doing all the, the flashy high-flying moves, I am five foot one. I'm 117, I'm, I'm able to fly, <laughs> so, yeah. um, I wanted to do that, but uh, my trainer... Uh, Remy Marcel actually thought it would be a great idea to pair me and have me valet for uh, this guy, Nick Bugatti. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, gimmick, though, uh, was um, a 70s porn star. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a pretty different because he would always have all these uh, women around him in his promos, which is pretty, uh, it, may, it fit his character. And yeah. I did not want that to be me i did not want to just be one of his women coming out and valeting for him ah. well how long how long was how long was you valeting for like was it like a couple of years or was it a couple of months or no i actually uh oh so i've only been training for um two years two years oh okay and i barely started uh doing valet exactly last December mm. and, and uh, it actually started kicking off because I did not want to be a heel I did not want to be his ballet and it meshed so well that people love to hate us now and uh, <laughs> we are a really good uh, heel team now uh, I've been wrestling now I want to say for six months now five wow. months I actually got put it through in pretty early um Surprisingly, I, I am blessed that I actually am able to be thrown in there as quick as I could, you know, yeah. especially me being still, um, what they say, green in the business. Um, um, do you think your experience as a valet gives you a better understanding of ring awareness? Yes, it helps me. It helped me so much. Um, now I understand uh, why it was a good idea to put me as valet at first, because uh, I started building my character and it helped me be more comfortable helped me have my attitude that I'm supposed to bring to the ring uh, um so far like the wrestling training and you know you've been doing it for a few months now um how have you been taking the bumps how you how you've been you know you know getting the techniques like you've been okay you've been catching on quick I was catching on quick I actually just took a month off um i was gonna go back to training today but i i did not have time with work and i actually had to go to the uh doctor to get x-rays again and uh then i went to go work out um right now uh i took the month off of training and working out i only wrestled twice last month due to the fact that uh i just uh, found out that i have a uh, lumbar um Fusion. Uh, oh, wow. two, that's where you have yeah, two bones in your vertebrae that are fused together at the bottom of your back. Oh. 
Yeah, I just found out. I uh, actually went into a depression mode for a few weeks last month in December. Uh, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was sad. Um, I was starting to drink uh, in order to go to sleep at night because uh, I would just sit at home while Nick would be able to go work out and go and train. And it's it's been rough. Thinking about it right now actually just makes me want to tear, but... Um, <laughs> I actually went to the doctors again to get a second opinion at another place, and it's the same thing. Um, I guess it's either spinal um, surgery or let it just fuse up, and I could possibly be disabled in my near future. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, it's hard. (laughs) Uh, I started working back out actually today. (laughs) Yeah. And, um... You know, I want to get ready for sabotage. I have, uh, in March, I'm supposed to go to Miami for a week for the LFC, another uh, MMA fight, lingerie MMA fight. Mm. I want to be able to do this, and I'm not going to let anything stop me or let anybody tell me I can't. Um, All I could do right now, I've just been praying, just, you know, just going to fight this. (laughs) Yeah, just remember that your health comes first. Yes. (laughs) You know, um, how was it, um, in the lingerie fighting championship? Like, how did you get into that? And, um, is it as intense as it looks? You know, you know, people, you know, think lingerie fighting championship, you know, they just think, oh, eye candy. They're not really doing anything, you know, but, um, (laughs) you know, tell me about it. Like how intense it is. Well, surprisingly, actually, it's, I was really intimidated at first. And, uh, first when I was asked. I was asked last year at FSW um, if I, uh, from Michael Modest and Leon Hader, if I would like to join and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, but reminder, I was still just barely getting into the business last year. Um, so I was iffy on the whole lingerie thing, um, being exposed in that area, area especially um, since... I want to be taken as a serious professional wrestler, not mm-hmm. just a girl in skimpy underwear rolling around. Yeah. Uh, after taking a look at it this year, I was asked to do it, so um, I ended up doing it in October. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly enough, the lingerie was actually more clothed than the gear that I wear in wrestling. So <laughs> really, and, wow. And, yeah. <laughs> and then um, it was a. Uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, you do. I, I had to start training in uh, self defense and MMA, which is pretty cool since I do like have my kickboxing uh, background, so that helped me a lot. And it, it was actually fun training. I train over at the DXG self defense gym. Mm-hmm. It's a really great gym. They do self defense, judo, MMA. Um, they do uh, yoga, Pilates. They, it's a great gym for anybody who would like to take any of those classes or just to come and work out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, the, it was a crazy experience. Um, you really do have to train hard and uh, really give it your all. There is a difference in between LFC and then regular UFC or MMA being the fact that when you're standing um, – in real MMA, you are allowed to hit in the face while standing, as to where in LFC, there is no hitting in the face while standing. Wow, okay. 
Um, I actually was surprised because I honestly am not going to lie. I was really ready to just hit somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, since it's like real, it's like you might as well just go all for it. But um, no, yeah, you, the only way you could hit in the face is on the floor, which um, actually uh, that actually brings me to my next thing. Um, I uh, fought the LFC champion, Feather Hayden. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a she's a tall fitness competitor and a uh, fitness trainer as well. She's mm-hmm. weight, got a lot of height and weight on me. Not saying she's fat. I mean, like she's really fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, surprisingly, I uh, I broke her nose and I I gave her a concussion. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, beating her up on the floor, but she got me at the end and busted my mouth open at the end of the um the fight and that's when they called it mm-hmm. um we we were still good at the at the end we knew we just got in there for business you know mm-hmm. but we were still cool <laughs> uh, which one is more intense uh wrestling or lfc uh um whew, that's a good question LFC, uh, the lfc you're just more just you on the fly just fighting mm-hmm. as to where in wrestling, you have to remember certain areas and to not hurting someone a certain way or, you know, remembering a certain spot you have to do and, you know, making sure you're doing character, making sure you have, you're, you know, having the crowd locked into that um, LFC, you're just fighting and just going. <laughs> wow. With, um... The injuries you've sustained now and the injuries in LFC and all that, like, um, how do you have time to, like, heal up? Like, I know, like, you're probably hurting right now, but, um, do you just, like, work, yeah, do you work with the pain then? I do, uh, me growing up since I, you know, I had that gangster stage, I always say, uh, the words that I always say is, uh, I'm a thug and I I stick it out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's unbelievable. You know, um, you also worked at Vendetta Pro Wrestling, right? I did. How was your experience was there? It was pretty nice. Um, it was fun, actually. Um, I'm actually doing Midget Mania uh, with Billy Blade. I did that a few months ago with him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy. He's a fun promoter. He's a really funny guy. Uh, I'm going to be going out with him again in February, I believe. Yeah, I'm going to be doing Midget Mania again, where it's midget wrestlers, a few Vendetta stars wrestlers, and yeah. uh, women wrestlers, as like myself. We have Ruby Rays, Sage Sin, all the awesome re- female wrestlers they got. Mm-hmm. Oh, how is it? How is it like working with midgets? <laughs> They're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, 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 but the politically correct term, little people, but yeah, midget people yeah. is known as midget. LP. Yeah, LP. Yeah, that's a that's a good abbreviation. But um, how how are they? How are they like with you? They're cool. They're 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 tough. Tough as nails. They're so nice, actually. Uh, I became really good friends with uh, a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> they're such awesome uh, people that and great friends that I made. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, and the people at Vendetta Pro Wrestling, they treat they treat you well, and you get along with the whole staff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. At first, I was iffy going out by myself without Nick because uh, I was used to just going everywhere with Nick. You know, yeah, me being his valet, and then we started tag teaming, and then now he valets for me sometimes. So 
it was just weird going out without him. Yeah. You know, you never know who's going to try to snake you, especially with you being new in the business, you know. Yeah. But it turned out great, you know. Uh, the whole experience was really fun. Got to enjoy a little bit of the um, wrestling superstar lifestyle of going, uh, traveling day and day, like or every day to a different city to go and wrestle and signing autographs and taking pictures left and right. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're going to be involved in the sabotage event coming up. Um, how did you get involved with uh, the whole Cervantes clan and um, how did you get to be a part of sabotage? I've actually paid attention of uh, Cervantes for a while on Facebook and uh, um, I just never, I just like, I see uh, Thunder Rosa on I, on her Facebook all the time as well. Um, I'm a big fan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always just too nervous to reach out to them. I didn't know if I was ready. Yeah. Um, you know, because they, I think she's a amazing and he's great at promoting and I you know I just want to set a good example and a a good appearance you know Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but uh I I am wanting to know and learn more of them I'm I still have not met either one in person um but I would like to I, I can't wait until uh, sabotage. Oh. Have you met anybody who's in sabotage? Like any any of the wrestlers? I don't believe I know any of them except for Ray Lynn. Okay. And uh, Ruby Rays. Oh wow! Really? I'm ch- I'm trying to think if I know anybody else on there. Oh, Holiday, of course. I I, I know Holiday. Yeah. I love Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's amazing. Um, so um, you're involved in the tag match, right? At Sabotage. Yes. Uh, and, and um, who you're teaming up with? Um, I believe her name is Desi Dorada. Desi Dorada. Okay. And um, who? And I, you... I hope I said her la- her last name right. I, I've never met her in person either. Wow, this is this is awesome. So you're really going in with like having no idea what to expect so this is going to be like a new frontier for you and it's going to be interesting <laughs> yeah how much of a fan are you of thunder rosa you say you you watched her and you've seen her on facebook and you watch her matches you're yeah. a big fan yeah i'm a fan of her twisted sisters uh her and all the dead are awesome yeah together i think uh i, I watch them uh try to take notes you know <laughs> yeah i've actually worked with paula dead uh at CAC, just a little spot since uh, we had uh, four, I believe it was a six-woman um, battle royal thing yeah. I think we were having, or a six-woman elimination, and um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I, I ate her boot, she gave me a nice big bro kick, kick and uh, <laughs> I died for her, because I thought she was awesome, so. Uh, um, how is she I like? Huh? How is she like? Uh, she's really nice, actually, yeah. um, and she's actually really light in the ring as well, so, yeah. you know, I would love to actually have work a whole actual match with her. That would be really fun. Uh, also, um, you also participated in a freak show wrestling as well, right? Yes, I uh, do freak show um, every other month uh, when they come. Uh, that's pretty fun because I get to... Uh, uh, I get to set aside Maserati or Shea Mazzotto and be whatever character they want me for that day. 
Yeah. So you you portray the character of Chocolate Cheetah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about um about how you came up with that character, and tell me a little bit about Freak Show Wrestling for the people who are not familiar with that. They actually gave me that. <laughs> oh, they gave you that. Okay. Um, but tell me about. Yeah. But like, what? Like, how? Like, why Chocolate Cheetah? That's a. Did they give you like other characters besides that? They gave me. Uh, no, they. It was just really random. They had that costume. <laughs> They're like, you know what? You're gonna be Chocolate <laughs> Cheetah. You know. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> it was pretty fun because I actually got to be baby and I had my mask over, so I didn't have to be uh, this heelish Maserati doing cheap move dirty moves i got to actually do a few high flying stuff and be a little bit more flashier you know it was it was nice to just flip over to see what else i could do mm-hmm. oh how is um freak show wrestling like tell the people out there like what is it what is it about it's, it's crazy but it's really fun um if you are a no filter comedy kind of person that is the place to be mm-hmm. um it's it's really comedic. It's it's wrestling as well, but uh, more, more fun. Uh, um, you'll uh, you'll have a kick out of it. <laughs> There's always random uh, random. Uh, you know, <laughs> just think about it. It's pretty funny. There's always something random that's gonna happen at a sh- at a freak show uh, event. <laughs> and uh, it's run by Sin Brody, right? Freak show. Sin Brody, yes. Sin Brody, yes. All right, all right, and um. The crew there is it like how many how many how, like how big is the roster at Freak Show? Oh, it could be random. Um, he'll there's a few actual set main people, but other than that, it's it'll be random. Who uh, he'll bring out people from California or people from Hood Slam. Uh, a lot, of course, the FSW people are going to be in there, and. Um, it's always going to be random. You're not going to be who you are unless you are um, an actual main, like a uh, wild horse or a uh, funny bone. Mm-hmm. They get to be them every, they get to be themselves. But um, they try to find something different for everybody so they could get a different character going instead of being who they are everywhere else. Um, right now, you know, you're, you've been wrestling for a little bit now, a couple of months. Um, is there any particular girls you want to work with? Like any like dream like um, female wrestlers out there that you want to work with? Yes, um, I actually would love to work Raylan. She's mm-hmm. in the she's in the sabotage event. I also uh, let's see. I believe she Raylan is of course that, uh, and then Holiday. Holiday would be her. Holiday and Buggy Nova. Mm-hmm. I've actually worked her one time at Midget Mania, but it was a really small, quick match, and I would really like, I feel like our character would be perfect. She's really lovable. I could be really hateable. It's just perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, how would you describe yourself in terms of your attitude and personality? In real life or in gimmick-wise? In, in real life. I think I have a really good attitude. Uh... I think I'm pretty positive with things. Of course, my, myself letting myself get depressed for last month, but other than that, I picked myself back up. So, um, I I believe I have a good attitude. 
I believe. <laughs> um, what what reactions you get from the people when you wrestle when they when they see you? You get like a good positive reaction. You get like a lot of cat calls. Like, what kind of reaction do you get? Oh, I get um, major boos. Um, I get Maserated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's okay. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'll get that. Um, yeah, uh, I get some really mean chants sometimes. Um, but uh, then um, there will be times when once you hear my name, when they're announcing me, then all of a sudden people want to cheer and clap. And I'm like, no, like you guys are supposed to hate me. But it's getting to the point where people are loving to hate me so much that now they're literally clapping for me. But... Um, still will boo me during my match, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, what type of matches have you had? Like, a lot of singles matches, tag matches? I've only had a couple singles. It's been mostly uh, tags. Okay. Um, I believe my, uh, my first actual singles match was actually Allie Parker. Ah, Allie Parker, yes. Oh, how was that match? That was actually fun. Um... You know, uh, not gonna lie, a couple, uh, a couple guys thought they were actually uh, um, straightforward, seeing me being green, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know they thought you know it wasn't gonna be a good match. Um, people like had some negative things to say about me and Ali, unfortunately, which I don't understand. What? I go ahead and get what? that because like I'm green, but um, after the match, uh, we actually did get some good views from everybody and everyone said that was a really good female match and you know we kind of shut everybody up because of that oh. you know oh, what what negative things they were saying though like what what do you mean like that i'm not ready and yeah. um just one uh one asshole i'm not gonna put him on blast but he wants to just talk crap he was saying like um ali parker can't work and that i'm too green and that it was gonna shit but um, we proved him wrong, and uh, she is actually a good worker. She's safe. Uh, I will vouch for her, and I would love to work her again. You know, she's a really sweet person too, and she helped me and gave me good advice as well to con- and help me get, get more advice to continue um, and learn different things when I come and have another match with other people. <laughs> uh, who put you on blast? I want to. I want to know who put you on blast. I'm not going to use names. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying. Um, but we did get really good uh, um, views from people, so I'm glad. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Though. At least, you know, it's, it's the people that speak. So the people liked it, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, the, the promoter, actually, uh, at the time, uh, I'll say him, though, uh, Rush, he said that he was surprised and he, he did like it. Uh that he, um, he said it was a great female match. He gave me a few critiques, you know, of course, because yeah. I'm going to need them. But he said it, it looked like a real good match, better than some of the matches that you see on uh, on TV right now. So I was like, oh, I was really surprised to hear that. So I was, you know, really thankful for the, those good comments, and I will always take criticism as well. Oh. What is what is your particular your particular move set? Like, what, what are your main moves that you do in the ring? I'm really dirty. I love to pull the hair a lot. Um, <laughs> I uh, have my leg drop, knee drop, pretty de- deadly. Um, but I do, uh, I do have this love drop where um, 
I, uh, your thigh is out. You're basically on your on one knee, and mm-hmm. your thigh is sta- sitting up while you're kind of slouching. And I run up and I jump off your thigh, and I'll give you a nice head, uh, a nice uh, famouser kind of thing. Oh, oh, it's like a almost like a shining wizard type move. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> But, yeah, I just uh, jump up, run on your thigh, and then I just clock you with my little leg, and you just take that face bump. Wow, <laughs> oh, okay. And um, your training, um, I, I know since you're still hurt, are you still doing, like, any type of training, like calisthenics or anything, like, right now, or? Um, well, no, actually, today was my first day getting back. Oh, oh first day? Oh. So, so, so you have... I said, so you haven't really done, like, nothing in the house? Like, you know, like, like any exercises at home or you're, this is, like, the no, first... No, I've just been stretching. Okay. Um, like I said, I literally just was getting out of my, like, depression stage. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just now doing mobile stuff again. I literally thought, like, my wrestling career was over, but I'm not going to let that um, happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, he ended up... Uh, I was going to say, you know, people talk about depression, and, you know, depression is a very serious thing, as you've seen what happened with Robin Williams. Was it, was you getting depressed yeah. to the point where it was like, you didn't give a fuck anymore? Like, you were just like, look, I'm done? Like, how depressed was it? Was it? To the, it was uh, to the point where I was, I literally, like, would, I was blowing, like, I was yelling, I was so frustrated, I started drinking heavily. Uh, I haven't drank like that since I was younger, mm-hmm. since I was a party girl. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was literally drinking in order to even be able to go to sleep at night because I was not able to sleep at night um, without being able to drink and smoke um, uh, weed, obviously, because I was really a mess. And I couldn't even watch wrestling. I didn't watch wrestling for a little while either because it just it gave me a, a big thing in the heart, if you want to say. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, I want to play a word association with you. Are you are you cool with that? Oh, uh, what's that? I want to play word association. I'm going to name a wrestler's name, and you tell me the first word that pops into your head. Okay. Okay. Um, Thunder Rosa. Awesome. <laughs> um, Shelly Martinez. She's so funny. <laughs> Brian Cervantes. He's a great smart dude. All right, Buggy Nova. I love her. <laughs> Holly Dead. She's a badass. Desi Dorada. Um, pretty. I would like to know her. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin Diamond. I actually don't know who she is. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you one more name. Sin Sage. Oh, yeah. Um, she's, uh, she's freaking, I'm trying to think of another different word that I've used. Uh, she kicks ass also. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, are you, are you like really ecstatic about being in part of this event and meeting all these ladies, especially, you know, a lot of them you don't know. Are you so excited about this? I am. I'm really eager to even meet Desi because uh, she was in. L- she's an LFC fighter also, but we were never on the same um, like event. I was the one in North Dakota, but she was in uh, Europe just recently, so we didn't get to see each other yet. But 
we will. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I want to ask you, um, how important is Nick in your life? He is my everything, actually. He is my world. I don't know what I would do without him now. Wow. Wow. What is and what is what is the key to a successful relationship? Um, trust and always being able to help each other, um, uh, support each other, even through like the hardest time of their life, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, you got to do tough love as well as what he did for me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he was out of town in Arizona during the first week of my depression and after him seeing me for a while like the way that I was he just finally just told me you know what you need to stop being a victim you need to stop having this pity party you need to get out there if you want to do this you know he gave gave me the word he said the words that I needed to hear that's beautiful it helped me actually literally get back up (laughs) (laughs) Um, a couple of more questions for you. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years? Yeah. I am hoping to see me already having this uh, wrestling um, career locked and loaded and being known, finally. And then after that, finally be able to settle down as me and Nick want our plans to... Uh, succeed in five years and have a like an established wrestling career then after that we would love to get married and have kids our plan is to have kids and but we do want our wrestling career first mm, that's awesome and it's it's good to have the be have somebody to be on the same page as you that's awesome and um my final question for you maserati is what would the maserati of today tell the maserati of yesterday Cherish the past, welcome the future, because there ain't no present. Nice, nice, nice. Um, <laughs> Maserati, um, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, plug your social media, plug your upcoming events, plug anything you want to plug. Awesome. Um, yeah. Um, this, uh, What's the date today? Uh, <laughs> it's the well, it's the tenth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh, don't miss out this Saturday at FSW Arena, ten thirty-six Harrison Drive, FSW TV taping live. Do not miss it here in Las Vegas. And also uh, for sabotage, do not miss that on February the eighteenth. Mm-hmm. I will be in LA. All you will right. see me. Awesome. And your social media, if people want to, you know, send you a friend request or if you have a like page or whatnot or Twitter or Instagram. If you want to follow me on my Instagram Mm -hmm. on Shana Lazarus. Mm -hmm. And then if you would like to uh, follow me on Facebook, it's www.facebook.com hyphen Shana dot Lokes. And that's (laughs) L-O-K-E-Z. All right. All right. Wow, so you're all over, man. You're all over. Yes. I honestly didn't have an Instagram until uh, they told me I need it for wrestling. <laughs> I'm still bad with technology, and I'm really behind everything right now. Uh, well, you're not so bad. 
Well, Nick literally just bought me this iPad for Christmas. Thank God, because I am so behind the loop of every technology thing. Uh, well, you did pretty well today, though. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for... It was pretty, it was pretty fun. I, I enjoy it. It helped me with my talking skills. <laughs> no problem. And I'm honored for you. Since this is your first podcast, I'm sure first in in many podcasts for you to come and um you have an amazing story and god bless you and i'm glad you overcame what you did and you know every life has a purpose and your purpose is right now and being in wrestling and you know making people's you know looking at you and making your dreams come true and making other people's dreams come true because other people see you if you know you can make it they can make it you know so it's an amazing story Yes, do not give up on your dreams. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, just like Nike, just do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no matter how impossible it seems, I always thought it was going to be impossible to make it in wrestling, and look where I am now. I'm getting there, and, you know, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know the, the, the road to truth has many turns, and, you know, it's, it's turning around for you, and I'm glad you're at a better place now and I'm glad you're following your passion. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. I hope Thank it, you for having me on here. Not, not a problem. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. Don't miss your chance to be a part of Wrestling History when Sabotage Wrestling presents Hey Ladies, Saturday, February 18, 2017 at the UEW Arena, 926 Cleveland Avenue in Los Angeles. Doors open at 7, bell time is at 8. General mission tickets are $20, front row tickets are $30 apiece. Don't miss your opportunity to see a 16-woman tournament to crown the first ever Sabotage Champion. Participants include Heather Monroe, Delilah Doom, Kimmy Schumer, and Caitlin Diamond, as well as special appearances by The Voice, Donovan Troy, and the one, the only, Thunder Rosa. For more on this show, follow them on Twitter at Sabotage2016, and check them out on Facebook at 2016 Sabotage Wrestling. And don't forget, Austin, Texas, May 13, 2017, Sabotage Wrestling is coming to you.